Talk 104.1. And good morning, everyone. It is Friday. Welcome to the show. Guess what we got? We got happy hour coming up this afternoon at Retro Metro 4 to 6. Half price draft beers. Probably some other deals as well, but uh, I know that's one specifically tiny mention. So as you are heading home from work or, well, whatever you do between 4 and 6 on a Friday afternoon, love for you to swing by, kick off the holiday weekend with us at Retro Metro. Whether it's just to have a have a cold yingling or if you want to have some dinner, whatever it is, they can accommodate you. And, of course, it's just a chance for us to get together, hang out, and have a good time. Also couple of other things of notation before we get into some of the latest goings-ons. Uh, one of those is Godfather's Pizza Night. This is tonight. Now, if you have the KSGF app and you have your push notifications on, you will get this afternoon a, a notification about a, a deal specific uh, that it's only promoted on the app. So that's the only way that you're going to know about it. And... If you want to take advantage of that deal, then it is good for tonight, all right? And tonight only, just call one of the four locations, the actual store locations. Uh, there's one in Springfield, there's one Battlefield, there's one Nixa, there's one in Ozark. And uh, you can just make sure you tell them, I want that deal from KSGF, and you'll get that. And Godfather's delivers uh, to most of the area as well, so uh, be sure to ask them about that should you want to. And you can register at KSGF.com for a Godfather's pizza party that KSGF will throw for you should you win. You and about a dozen of your friends, family members, details at KSGF.com on that. And then one other thing I want to mention is 10 a.m. today. Half price deals the view in Kimberly City. Uh, Christy Fulnecki actually was, was talking about this off air and what a great venue it is. I've not been there myself, but I've seen the website. You could check it out, and they have live music, entertainment. Uh, it's on the lake, and then of course food and beverages. 10 a.m. this morning, a five dollar gift card for just twelve fifty. So a great deal there. Coming up, just every day, of course, we get more and more stories, more and more revelations about the corruption from the the Biden administration, from Joe Biden, his family. And I think we are fully at the point, we're saturated with evidence, we're saturated with proof. Um, there, I think we all recognize that at no point are the Democrats going to go, oh gosh, maybe there is some evidence. It, it doesn't matter what there is doesn't matter how many whistleblowers. It doesn't matter how many emails. doesn't matter how many times we learn that Hunter Biden himself um, complained to family members through text messages and emails about having to give his dad a cut of the millions and millions of dollars coming from Russian oligarchs, communist Chinese, corrupt Ukrainians. Um, none of that is evidence to them. None, none of it. Don't know exactly what evidence to them might look like be a great question to ask but nonetheless there is um there's there's some more specific requests occurring uh centered around the fake names that joe biden was using as vice president and we're learning more and more that he was using those fake names to communicate with among other people hunter biden whom he has claimed there's been this wall up and hunter doesn't know what i do i don't know what hunter does well hunter 
I'm, w- I'm waiting to see if we're going to be told Hunter didn't know that that was his dad. He thought it was somebody else. Uh, these three fake name emails that were being set up. Well, you don't have any proof that Hunter knew that that was his dad he was emailing. Nonetheless, over 5,000. Now, what is interesting about these emails that the archives have, the National Archives have revealed is the fact that the request was put in for these through an open records request back in 2022. The National Archives that was more than happy to throw Donald Trump under the bus. Remember this? All of the sudden when it comes to not even just just not even talking about throwing Biden under the bus, but complying with legally requested information why they seem real slow in dragging their feet i mean we we're going into a couple of years here uh their reason i'll share coming up as we continue on the friday road show here sponsored by affordable towing at scramblers republican national now the latest news update Good morning, everyone. I'm Color 10's Angela Luna. An update on a murder investigation involving a father and a son near Sparta. Chantry Hale is in jail, charged with first-degree murder and armed criminal action, accused of killing his father, Jimmy Hale. We spoke with Bob Courtney, who was a friend of Jimmy. He says he was shocked, and things like this don't happen often in a place like Sparta. We reached out to the Christian County Sheriff's Office, and they told us they were not able to provide information about a possible motive at this time. An autopsy is scheduled for today. On the road rage incident on I-44 in Springfield Wednesday night that led to a man being shot and killed, police say 39-year-old Michael Miller was found at the scene with a gunshot wound. He later died at the hospital. Police say they do know who the shooter is, but no arrests have been made. SPD is not releasing any information about what led up to the shooting until the investigation is complete. Tune in to Color 10 News at 5 and 6 for all the latest. I'm Angela Luna. Now, the first alert forecast from Color 10, Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunny 84 for a high today, overnight low 59, 87 tomorrow. Sunday sunny, a high of 90, and Labor Day, mostly sunny, a high of 89. Traffic update now, I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Hey, one custom car care, don't forget all of your car care needs. That's the place. They got a few locations. You can find all of their location info under Nick's endorsements, KSGF.com, and the Biden economy, the Democrats' economic policies are just pretty crushing, especially for middle-class, lower-class Americans. And if you find yourself in that position where you your car is broken down, you can't drive it, but you got to drive it in order to get to work to make money because you got to get the money to fix the vehicle, but you can't fix the vehicle because you can't get to work, that whole cycle. They do have financing options available. Talk to them about it. If that's something that you think you may need, then you can decide for yourself if that is the best decision for you. That's A1 Custom Car Care. Well, Joe Biden apparently used fake names to discuss White House hire with Hunter back in 2014 because... You know, according to Claire McCaskill, he just loves his son so much. Now, those of you who think you love your son, as fathers, if you have never used a fake name to set up an email account to discuss with your son hiring practices, you don't really love him. Because that is love. 
and Republicans simply want to destroy the love between a father and son, which is why they continue to go after Joe and Hunter Biden. Then Vice President Biden apparently used the fake name to discuss a future White House hire with his son, according to a 2014 email from Hunter's laptop, because, you know, especially during this period of time, if there was anyone that had a real keen sense of responsibility and what it takes to be a great worker, that would have been Hunter Biden. I know that would have been my go-to. I was like, you know what? I need some people to work in the White House. I need some extremely reliable, sharp individuals that understand the significance and weightiness of the position. Who do I know that has demonstrated they have a full comprehension and understanding of all these character traits? I know it's the smartest man in the world, Hunter Biden. In an email on June 23rd, 2014, Hunter emailed one of the fake names for his father, Robin Ware, from his company email at Rosemont Seneca Partners. Hunter sent to his father, quote, before you fill position, please talk to me. Jay McGrail very much wants to serve as detail for sec- or for Treasury. Now, this is an odd request from someone that we're told has only ever provided the illusion of being able to do favors for people in his realm, right? This is what we're told, that all of these individuals that ended up benefiting, all of these countries, these corrupt countries, these corrupt companies, rather, in corrupt countries that have benefited from Joe Biden being vice president. It was just a coincidence that they were cutting checks to Hunter Biden, and then that money was going to 20 separate LLCs spread amongst all the family members in the Biden family. All of that was a total and absolute coincidence because there was actually no benefit that these people ever received due to any direct communication between Hunter and his dad, Joe. That's what we're told by Democrats. So it's really odd that Hunter Biden would, when it comes to filling positions in the White House, send messages to his dad on his fake email address saying, hey, dad, uh, before you fill that position, talk to me first, because I've got somebody that I want to have that position. Now, the Robin Ware, of course, is one of several fake names Biden used during his vice presidency to discuss government matters with his son, according to an investigation in the House. John McGrail was serving as senior counsel at the U.S. Treasury at the time of the emails. He joined the White House as Biden's deputy counsel two months later, according to his LinkedIn profile. See, that's just another really odd coincidence that here the very thing that Hunter Biden was creating the illusion of actually at the same time turned out to be reality. The illusion that he was able to get favors for people by way of his father's power. And that... I, Hunter Biden is the luckiest guy in the world, right? I mean, you think about it. We're told that he was just pretending to be able to get his dad to do these things. And he did that in order to shake down these oligarchs, these these people, these government officials for money. 
and he was just the whole time faking it, just pretending like, hey, uh, yeah, my dad's vice president. You know, I can get this for you. I can get that for you. And at the same time, the illusions that Hunter Biden is creating actually come to be, whether it's firing a prosecutor in Ukraine who's looking into the corruption of Burisma or getting people positions in the White House. What a charmed life the Bidens live. How everything magically falls into <clears throat> into their laps. Money from the co- most corrupt people in the world. LLCs. Money being spread about. And, and not a single one of them has done a single thing wrong. I, and the money, apparently, it's not for anything nefarious. It's They, they weren't purchasing influence. It was just for nothing. These were just gifts, just money, just because they thought collectively all of these people, Serbians, Russians, the Chinese, the Ukrainians, people in Kazakhstan, Kazakhs, I guess you would call it. They just all thought, you know what? The Bidens are just such fabulous people. We would love to write them checks for millions of dollars for nothing, nothing in return, nothing whatsoever. Man, what it must be to be a Biden. It's a remarkable thing, isn't it? I've noted that I think for a lot of people, there is this hope that at some point people in the national media and even like Democrats will go, Okay, well, now we we can't deny this any longer. There's no denying it unless a person is just not being honest. And I think for uh, some Republican lawmakers who are skittish about um, moving forward on any sort of impeachment, it's because they're, they're waiting for this moment, this... This little voice that says, oh, okay, now it's, quote, okay politically to do it. And you will not be criticized. There's going to be some moment where Democrats go, well, we just can't defend this anymore. And that'll be the green light. That's never going to happen. It, it, it just is not going to occur. They have fully embraced support and promote the corruption. There was a story in Politico that was promoting this idea that, and and this is, you know, again, to run protection for not just Biden, but the Democrats, that, you know, there are some Republicans that are concerned because they just don't see that there's any evidence whatsoever. There's no evidence. And there even Republicans see this. That is absolute BS. Now, I'm not saying there aren't some Republicans that are, when it really comes down to it, Democrats and deep state individuals who are claiming that. But no reasonable human being can say there is no evidence. When you have countless emails, 20 LLCs, You've got dozens and dozens 
of red flags coming from the Treasury Department during the Obama administration saying, well, this is money laundering, that's money laundering, that's money laundering, that's money laundering, and every time it was a bank account that had a Biden name on it. This continued, and why Republicans do not have the auto response ready Every single time they say, well, but there's no proof that that Joe Biden benefited from it. Hunter Biden, on numerous occasions, complained in text messages and emails about his dad getting a cut. 10% for the big guy. Or at one point claiming that he, you know, he was complaining. I think it was to his sister-in-law or one of them in the emails that, yeah, well, you know, I'm the one who has to give dad half of this money. I... what, What is evidence if these things are not evidence? Explain that to me. If we're waiting for a magic moment in which they're finally going to acknowledge and admit that this is corruption on a level that we have never seen before, that's not going to happen. And you know what's sick about it? We're not talking about corruption, like, oh, taking a bribe from some sort of American company and throwing a contract their way. These are countries that are not our allies. It's not like we're even talking about the Canadians or the French. We're talking about Russian oligarchs. We're talking about the communist Chinese. We're talking about corrupt entities within Ukraine. These are the worst in the world that are paying off the now president of the United States. One country in particular, I mean, when you look at China, all of the sweet business they're getting out of us because of the green energy uh, push by the Biden administration, Russia, or when you look at Russia and Biden's about face on the, uh, on the, the pipeline, Ukraine, there isn't a blank check. The Biden administration is not willing to turn over. Is it a coincidence that these countries that were funneling millions of dollars to the Bidens and these LLCs set up are the countries that are getting all of these tremendous sweetheart deals and blank checks from the United States taxpayers to the Biden administration? It's not as if there aren't real-life implications here that we are suffering from. Springfield's Talk 1041. i I'm Nick. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Garage experts, total, complete, ultimate transformation of your garage. There are a number of companies out there that promote the fact that they can do that incredible epoxy flooring on your garage and so forth. And, of course, there are DIY kits. The DIY kits, if you want it done right, just forget about it. Um, As for other companies, the thing I do know about them is that oftentimes that's one of two dozen different services they provide, which means one out of every two dozen jobs may have something to do with laying that down, doing the prep work for it, whereas garage experts, that's what they do every single day. That is what they do the customized storage and the epoxy flooring for garages and the prep work that they do, grinding it down, filling the cracks and the little chips and so forth. So it is as if it is a brand new garage floor that is having that laid down. You aren't going to get a better job with better uh, 
people and better product than you get with Garage Experts. You can find them under Nick's endorsements at ksgf.com. Chris Stark uh, sent me a text uh, last night, I guess it was, the night before, and you're like, hey, Holland contacted me, and I was like, I don't know who Holland is. And then I went back and realized, oh, like the country. Yeah, the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah. So um, t- tell, uh, tell us what it is that they officially called you about our contact you don't know that you were called but i'm being somewhat facetious you know. well i've had a contact over there for years uh which i, I who which it's uh organization but they uh, have arranged for several of my parachute jumps into holland and bastogne belgium and stuff like that and um we were taking world war ii vets over there in 2004 we started out with about 42 vets of course they're all gone now but i have i still have the contact over there and and they they've been arranging jumps uh for us for years and i got a text yesterday about 10 minutes before i sent this thing to you it said do you know of any world war ii vets that would be interested in uh, uh, a round trip a vip uh, first class free trip to Germany in November where they would be uh, attending various ceremonies uh, uh, meet the president and chancellor of, of uh, Germany uh, and basically be, be wined and dined right. as VIPs won't cost them anything uh, staying at a five-star hotel and then they're gonna go to an NFL game and I was just talking to Tom I said I didn't know the NFL played over in Germany, but apparently they have for years. So yeah, they do. I'm the they last. They call them friendlies. I think they call them friendlies over there. Well, anyway, so what we're looking for is World War II vets, which are hard to find right, these days. Right. Um, but I, all I need, and I've cleared this with Sarah before you uh, got over to the microphone this morning. Uh, all I need is name, rank, um, a point of contact for the vet. I'm assuming that most of these vets are under assisted living or with family or something, but I need a point of contact, um, name, address, telephone number, whatever. And uh, uh, when I get more information, and my phone just beeped a while ago, I'm probably getting more information right now, okay. but that's all we need. We need to get some World War II vets. Uh, I have seen these people work for years, and everything's first class. Heck, one year uh, I was in Eindhoven to do a jump uh, uh, that was sponsored by the local museum. General Petraeus was there. He bought the first the top five floors of the best hotel in town and set up central command there for two weeks. And I go out jogging with him in the morning. Uh, but we had probably 50 vets there and college of the Ozarks was their guardians. Um, it was wonderful to see this outfit working, uh, other than for me, but they set up my jump too. Um, if they say it's first class, it's going to be first right. class all the way. Cool. So, uh, if anyone either is or they know uh, someone that is a World War II vet, and this, I mean, absolute incredible opportunity, uh, should they just get a hold of us and then we can get them in touch with you? Is it 
what's yeah. best. Or I asked Sarah if you guys would be the clearinghouse okay, for this. Okay, sure. Uh, and uh, that'll give you know the VFWs, the American Legion, uh, different uh, 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 veterans organizations around town that may have contact okay. with World War II vets. Uh, I actually have uh, down in uh, or in California now a, a two-star general who's going to use some of his contacts to ra- see how many we can round up. Um, he was a PFC under my command a long, long time ago, and he did well. Uh, he just retired as a major general. Well, incredible opportunity, and hopefully uh, not only will we get someone for that trip, but uh, afterwards maybe we'll be able to have him on air talk about it. Okay. All right, Chris, I'll see you at Happy Hour Retro Metro this afternoon. Yes, sir. All right. We'll also have Springfield Cardinal tickets to give away that you can use anytime uh, for the, any of the game, home games for the rest of the season. We'll have a bunch of those out there if you want. You don't need to register anything. It'll be first come, first serve. And, of course, Chris Stark will be there. So that'll be at uh, Retro Metro. Sarah and I will be there between 4 and 6, half price on uh, draft beers. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, and you get a military discount on top of it. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, man, see? I need you to promote them. I'll give you some stripes. You <laughs> we got a traffic update live from Scrambler's The Friday Road Show. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 104.1. Okay, everyone. Let's have a look at that first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvements. The first alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunny 84 today, 59 for an overnight low tonight. Sunshine 87 tomorrow, 90 on Sunday. Labor Day, mostly sunny, a high of 89. And want to welcome a couple gentlemen to the show. We've got Darren Chappell. We've got Doc McGill here. And Reeds for Warriors is something that I, I we've talked about um, in years past, and it seems as if there were some years it got more attention than others and so forth, and uh, I know it's, I, I, it's my understanding that this is sort of the launch of a, a real uh, concentrated push to make this successful and meaningful. So, uh, one, what is it for people that don't know, and then tell us about this launch. Absolutely. It's exciting to be here, and it's always a pleasure to be with you, Nick. Well, but this is this is a, this is a big deal for Springfield, I do believe, and and the whole county. Uh, Reese for Warriors is a program uh, of uh, veterans in defense of liberty, Liberty Riders, and Liberty Riders, to uh, lay Christmas wreaths on the grave of all of our deceased veterans out at National Cemetery. National Cemetery, the one at Nash, uh, Glenstone and Seminole. It, uh, uh, not to be confused with the state cemetery that is out on this, uh, right by the lakes. And, <coughs> excuse me, I went in at the behest of Liberty Writers last year and I asked uh, the director uh, basically if they could help place some of the wreaths that year. And his response to me was, um, yeah, but why don't you just take it over, you know. So here we are. And uh, it was, it was kind of heartbreaking last year. They did a, they did a good job. But they have uh, 15,000 graves out at yeah. the cemetery. I had no idea it was that many. 
and uh, but they laid 1,800 wreaths, um, you know, which is kind of heartbreaking right, if a family right. member goes out sure. and, and, and they don't have a wreath and the next grade does. So our intention is to launch this so that hopefully, you know, we will attempt to place it on all of the appropriate graves out there in remembrance of them. And we've been partnered with by uh, uh, Green County, Christian County, uh, Color 10, and Fox 49 have oh, all partnered with us to bring this Works together. out nicely because we're uh, new partners with them as well, with Color 10 and Fox 49. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's. Uh, I think there's three really great reasons to do this. You know, from the veterans' perspective, to go out and honor our brothers. Uh, the oldest uh, oldest war represented from out there is William Jeffers, I believe the name is. And he is uh, was a scout for George Washington. Wow. And every war since then is represented. And um, it to... Um, uh, it's just so crucial that we recognize that and the veterans can honor their brothers you know for citizens to go out and do this together is a great way to step up thank you for your service uh, to, to be come out and do something very very meaningful and it's a great opportunity to teach the children right um, well and as we get further and further away from so much that was meaningful about this country and well, deliberately unfortunate by forces uh it's it's incumbent upon us and you know we can't it's easy to sit around and complain about how successful people are at trying to divide us and um and you know pull that history away from us but if, if, if we're not on the other side trying to keep it going it's crucial. Uh, yeah, that it, it helps them with yeah. their efforts. What's your involvement with this? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm not. I'm not sure uh, why why Scott had me. Uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of the ad, Admiral Stockdale of this deal here. <laughs> Who am I? Why am I here? Uh, I'm the executive vice president of Veterans in Defense of Liberty, and uh, so we we believe that. Our, our veterans, each one of them uh, raised their right hand and took that oath to sacrifice up to and including their own lives for this country. And as, as citizens who are the benefactors of that effort and those sacrifices, not only of the soldiers, sailors, Air Force, and even Marines. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, not, not only them, but their families. <clears throat> We, we, we just believe that it's incumbent upon us to recognize them, especially during the holidays when family is such an important concept and recognize what's been done on our behalf. But as, as Scott said, I think a lot of, uh, a lot of people don't recognize the, the historical significance right. of the National Cemetery here in Springfield. Uh, it's not like that's a a place to go. Right. It's not listed on the Chamber of Commerce must do uh, things here in Springfield, but but it is a significant it is a significant historical marker for us, and I I think that it benefits us as a society. You can't tell how far you've come unless you know where you came from, 
And this is part of that. And when you're taking children, multiple generations. So my grandfather is buried there. His grandfather is buried there as well. And every Memorial Day, uh, uh, we call it Decoration Day, I take my grandchildren and we go to all the different graves around the area. And um, when we go to the National Cemetery, we spend a little extra time so that I can show them, you know, what our nation's history and the sacrifices right. for it are all about. Well, you know, Chris Stark was just on earlier talking about how um, an organization that he's worked with over in the Netherlands that they had reached out to him looking for World War II veterans because they're they're wanting to uh, do an honoring of World War II vets from America mm-hmm. and like you know meet with the president of, of Germany and all of these you know this amazing pomp and circumstance and it's you know and I know it's a totally different thing for a different purpose but you juxtapose that with hey we're just looking for wreaths here it's uh, it's it's not a lot right that we're asking for you know and you look at another right. country you know and how like how much focus that they're for historical purposes a lot of it putting on uh for our world war ii vets and and sure. um of course obviously this isn't just world war ii vets but i guess point being is um i Let's not be outdone. Absolutely, in our in our reverence and respect and, and honoring of of our vets, especially at a time when we actually have individuals on the national level that are right. trying to take down yeah, exactly. memorials, yeah. and even yeah. in Arlington, uh, where you know, which is hallowed ground for our country, and we have individuals that are wanting to unwrite the historical context. I, I just I believe that these soldiers, these servicemen and women, they deserve our respect and honor. But our children and future generations deserve to have this protected and pushed forward. And I, I just think Reese for Warriors is a fantastic program. All the money goes to that. Uh, we've got it set up in such a way that it's uh, tax deductible. So uh, this is just an effort for us to try to preserve this important part of our heritage right here in the Ozarks. So I want to take a quick break. Um, Doc McGill and Darren Chappell here with us. We're talking about Wreaths for Warriors. And, and uh, when we come back, we'll just briefly, like, what it is people who are listening can do, uh, how they can help out with this as we continue. The Friday Road Show, sponsored by Affordable Towing here at Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Reads for Warriors. Why what, what's the 467 here? If you will. We got Doc McGill, Darren Chapel with us, and it says Reads for Warriors 467. 467. Um, Reads for Warriors is uh, 467 is the uh, battalion number, if you would, for Veterans in Defense of Liberty, Liberty Riders uh, of America, the 467th. And. Uh, a, a, a massive undertaking, quite honestly. It um, we to place all these wreaths. It's easy to talk about. It's harder to fund. You know, this is going to be about a hundred thousand dollar program a year. Yeah. So we need fifteen thousand wreaths, and that's for this Christmas, correct? That's so for it, this Christmas. And, and as you mentioned, 16. last year it was eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred. So, we need more. We need more. We need you, a lot more. You mentioned more. the financing here. So tell what is it that people, whether they're individuals that are listening or maybe 
um, people who are involved with organizations or heads of some of you know these. We've got international corporations right here in Springfield. What can, what can they do? Absolutely. Well, we all need to step up, I think, Nick. Um, this is, a, like I said, the, the counties are partnered with us. It's important that we do this together to, to show our respect and our admiration for who's gone before. You can go to reeseforwarriors.com, F-O-R-4, reeseforwarriors.com, and uh, see a lot more about the program and also the ability to donate uh, through that. And all like, like Darren mentioned, all the donations go to Reese for Warriors. Uh, it, if we should be lucky enough to exceed that $100,000, that money remains in Reese for Warriors as a base to make things a little easier okay. next year. Uh, now, I know, and this is information people, when they go to the site, they can see there's um, you know, different levels of donations. Is there an idea of just like, what a wreath costs? Because I know sometimes people, maybe they have somewhat limited means, and they, I don't know, they're like, well, I'd like to be able, you know, just even one wreath. Is there a sense or an idea of that? Uh, it it varies okay. yearly. I mean, we get right. the wreaths from uh, through Walmart and Republic, and they do an awfully good job, from what I understand. Okay. They usually start out uh, at seven dollars a wreath, and it will come down from that. Got it. And they usually throw in an extra several hundred wreaths, but. Okay. Uh, so every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. Of course, oh, a, yeah. a lot but, helps a lot. But. Sure, but yeah. you know when you're talking about when you're talking about between fourteen, fifteen thousand, and, and the reason why we say that is there are some individuals that are buried there that are of other faiths that a Christmas wreath wouldn't be appropriate. Got it. So fourteen thousand plus, but when you're looking at that amount at seven dollars per, yeah, it's ninety eight thousand right. yeah, dollars. Yeah. So it's a dramatic undertaking, uh, Scott has put just a tremendous amount of time and energy into this. Liberty Riders have as well. Uh, when we were putting out the reeds last year, crying out loud, it was the craziest cold day ever, the whole of last year, and we're out there freezing to death. So even if you're not able to financially help, although at $7 a wreath, I mean, almost right. everybody can. You can get that much out of your couch, right. you know, for the most part. <laughs> uh, you know, don't buy that Starbucks today and, get, you know, give a wreath. But uh, irrespective, even if you can't, we're, we're trying to get involved, uh, you know, so we have involvement from 4-H groups. We're look, talking to different uh, Boy Scout, Cub Scout organizations, kind of things like that, so that we can have people help us because you got to put them out, and then a few weeks yeah. later, you got to go take right. them back. Okay. And um, it's it's a tremendous undertaking, but there's an unbelievable sense of pride and accomplishment yeah. when you see they're on the back of that, right? Uh, and you see those wreaths on those tombstones. It's nice. Uh, it's it's a it's it's quite a feeling of accomplishment and and respect. It is, and I did want to mention real quick, Nick, because I I neglected it. Our honorary co-chair for this program is Jerry Davis, Dr. Jerry Davis, from who now is Chancellor of School of the Ozarks. And School of the Ozarks is going to be engaged, too. And, and Darren's point is well taken. We've got to afford to be able to do the program. But just as important is for everybody 
to show up. You know, we need Springfield to come together. And this will, again, is on the 16th of December. We'll have a program, uh, a short program there. Darren reminds me of it because it, this last year he showed up in a, in a sports jacket, you know, and it was 16 degrees. We also are going to have uh, a couple of pipers that will pipe through the whole, and they're going to be in kilts, which is doing one-upmanship on Darren. Give a, give a guy named Miguel to have people in kilts when it's that cold, but whatever. <laughs> they're going to be frozen to their pipes time it's all over. But we're also going to have warming tents and coffee, right. hot chocolate, well, stuff like that. Well, and, you know, sometimes December's mild. Uh, it yeah, does absolutely. happen. So either we'll, which way. We'll see. All right. Well, um, as always, pleasure to have both of you on. And we'll continue to you know, promote this and monitor how things are going. And uh, then when it gets closer to the event, see what we can do to get some bodies there to help lay the wreaths. Awesome. And yeah. I will leave with you okay, great. a poster Fantastic. that we have produced. And uh, you can put it up at the studio. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll put it in our lobby as well so people awesome. can see it. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Darren Chappell, Doc McGill. And reads for Warriors. We'll have all that info we do at uh, ksgf.com. Live from Scramblers, more ahead. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Because I know I got you. Hey, everyone. Sarah Myers. Hey, and I want to tell you about my friends over at Beatles Property Maintenance. First things first, Beatles is spelled B-E-A-D-L-E-S. And what do they do? Well, I'll tell you. They specialize in home repairs and maintenance. Now, I posted a video on our Facebook page a couple days ago to kind of celebrate my two-year anniversary of owning a home and in those two years the Beatles property maintenance team they have done a tremendous amount of work from a carport repair to crawl space services to a vapor barrier installed to we are um, kind of at that point now where we are no longer fixing things but we are upgrading and updating things I just got brand new kitchen flooring and I also got brand new lighting throughout my kitchen as well and I just keep calling them back because they do fantastic work So whenever you have a home repair that pops up, whether it's unexpected or it's something that's been on your radar for a while, I highly recommend the fine folks over at Beatles Property Maintenance. You can find all of their contact information under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. Former, this is just a perfect story. It is a perfect snapshot of the left-wing mentality. Former MSNBC and ESPN host Keith Olbermann got into a war of words with Riley Gaines yesterday saying that the two-time uh, all-SEC first-teamer, quote, sucked at swimming. Now, Riley Gaines is is the individual who is, you know, totally awesome swimmer, um, champion, and then you had um, uh, what's-his-name come along and uh, and uh, claim to be a woman, and he was a really bad swimmer, and then all of a sudden, you know, he's winning championships and knocking her out of first place. And and so she's been very instrumental in getting the message out there about not just um, protecting women's sports, but they were forced to shower with him. He was very openly um, still physically male and talked about when he, he's very uh, heterosexual as well. Um, Oberman um, essentially just claimed that the, her biggest problem was that she sucked at swimming. 
And, of course, she retorted back with a video noting all of her accomplishments. Uh, and at one point, Olbermann, in a final barb, called Gaines a, quote, homophobe for her fight to keep transgender women out of female sports, which, of course, is hilarious because it's my understanding that the swimmer in question, the man who identifies as a woman, is not homosexual. But to somebody on the left, generally, it's all the same to them. This is one of the reasons they have them all grouped together. LGBTQ plus two, five, six, seven, eight, and so forth and so forth. So here you have a rich white liberal, Keith Olbermann, who will wear the label of being uh, of the political party that supports women, insulting a woman, Riley Gaines, calling her bad at what she does when she has proven that she's very successful, railing on her as a man, it's the ultimate mansplaining, railing on her, a woman, as a man, because she doesn't want a man to pretend he's a woman in order to compete against her. And then on top of it, calling her homophobic because she's opposed to a, a, a straight man who identifies as a woman taking trophies and slots away from actual women. That from somebody who, again, identifies as a person who is a champion of women. Tom Arts joining us in the upcoming hour as we continue the Friday Road Show at Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed.